Hi guys, I'm Gunnar Matheson and this is Burn Your Leggings. If you're ready to dish the leggings and get back to your grown-up style like a grown-ass woman, then this is the show for you. I discuss developing your personal style, confidence, dogs, because I'm absolutely obsessed with them, as well as throwing in the occasional Lord of the Rings reference and bourbon-fueled rant. So if you're ready for your style to match your ambition with a brief detour into Middle Earth, let's continue. Hey guys, it's me Gunner, and today we're talking about style mistakes we make and simple ways to fix them. Listen, we all do it. We've done it in the past, and if you don't believe me, look at your junior high pictures. I'm sure you recognize you've made some style mistakes. We do them now, even me, and it's cringy when you realize, oh no, I can't believe I walked out the house looking like that, or oh, I didn't grab that or put that on. It happens from time to time, but when we find we're consistently making these mistakes, maybe there's something there that's missing that we just need to have brought to the surface. So that's what we're going over today. Now, I know this sounds like I'm placing rules on style, and that's not what I'm doing. See, there are, there's no rules in creativity, and creativity is definitely incorporated into your personal style. However, Style does have certain principles, and that's what I really want to cover today as well as in further episodes, because those principles of style are what's going to help bring balance and structure to certain parts of the body when you want to accentuate one area and downplay another. So those are some of the reasons that I go into these descriptions and give these tips as well as the fixes. So let's get into today's episode. First style mistake is fixating on the size of your clothes. You've heard me say this in past episodes. You're going to hear me say it again. Size doesn't matter. Your worth, your value is not defined by the number on your scale or the size of your clothes. It's just data. It's arbitrary information. It helps you know where you are on the size chart and what you know, what selection you need to make before you hit a dressing room. So the fix for this, instead of shopping based on your size, is shop based on your shape. Like me, I'm a pear. I'm bigger on bottom. So I look for things that are going to accentuate my waist and maybe bring a little more structure and volume up top. That way it balances my top and my bottom half, makes me look smaller in the middle, which is the quote, ideal hourglass shape. So I shape based on that silhouette. If you're, you know, apple shape, you're a little rounder in the middle, you may want to play up your decollete or you may have legs that go on endlessly. So you're looking for tops that skim over the tummy a little bit, but you can rock a mini skirt like nobody's business. These are factors that go into shopping for your shape, which is going to be much more beneficial for you than shopping based on your size. Mistake number two kind of falls in line with mistake number one, and that's buying clothes that are too big or too small. And when I think of this, I I have one person, actually I have two people in mind that are in both categories. One person that I love dearly consistently buys her clothes too big and her rationale is well that way if i gain weight i can still wear it that's understandable 
if you put on, you know, five vanity pounds and you can't button something or pull something up, it's too, it was way too close fitting to begin with. However, when you're buying two sizes too big because you anticipate packing on 12 or 17 pounds, well, that's not helpful to you because what happens if you don't? Now you're just in clothes that are ill-fitting. And when you buy clothes too big, especially like think of sweaters. If you're a medium in a sweater and you buy an extra large because you think, oh, I might, you know, put on some weight over the colder months and you don't. Well, now you've got a shirt that you're constantly having to pull back every time you lean forward because it slid down to the front because the shoulders aren't sitting properly. The sleeves are too long. The hem hits you at an unflattering place. So you're drowning in material unnecessarily. Does that mean you want to buy something skin tight where you have no room to breathe? Of course not. But you don't want to buy things that are so excessively large that your entire body shape can change and you can still fit it. And so that's one, the one person I think of when it comes to buying things that are too big. And when it comes to the person that buys things too small, you know who I think about? Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey up until, I'd say probably about two or three years ago, she was still stuck dressing like she was the same size she was in glitter. You remember when she made that movie? In the early aughts? Like two, what, 2006, 2008? Okay. Mariah Carey was not big. She was never big, but she was bigger than she was in glitter. And her continuing trying to force herself in those smaller sizes highlighted the fact that she wasn't the same shape. So when it comes down to buying clothes too big or too small, don't do either one. Look for clothes that fit you at your current state, but still have a little bit of give. That way, you know, if you do go ham and you eat that third piece of pie and you, you know, you end up a little bloated, you can still fit in the clothes. That's fine. Another style mistake is getting stuck in a rut. This is when you end up shopping at the same stores and buying the same cuts of the same pieces. This is a fun and easy fix because you're going to look for new inspiration. And one of the best places to go is Instagram. Yes, you can still go to Pinterest. I find I don't get as many inspirational hits from Pinterest as I used to. Pinterest feels a little stale to me, but Instagram, I like a lot more because I can search it by hashtag. For instance, I can use a hashtag um, fashion mom or 30 plus style or 40 plus style. That way, if you're depending on where you are in your style journey, if at one point you were like me and you thought, oh, well, the only thing, you know, only thing style wise I can find on Instagram is 22 year old street style influencers. Not if you use these specific hashtags. So you can do it 30 plus style or 40 plus style. They actually have a really, really awesome 70 plus style hashtag that features all um, men and women that are, you know, 70, 72, 75, and are just, they slay everything, everything they wear. I would 
I would love to have on me or in my closet. So Instagram is still a really great resource. Just use the hashtag and you can search through there. Another one is, um, what was it? Uh, busy mom style diary was another hashtag that's always good inspiration. So yes, that third style mistake is getting stuck in a rut, a really fun and easy fix, finding new inspiration with your hashtags on Instagram. Mistake number four is forgetting about details. Now for this, I don't mean accessories or jewelry. I mean simple things like you look down and realize your nail polish is chipped or you look at your shoes and realize they're scuffed across the toe or they've got streak marks across the sole. Now the fix for this is to plan ahead. For instance, if you plan your outfit the night before or maybe even the week, the weekend before, you'll have your tops, bottoms, as well as knowing what shoes are going to be worn with that look. So you have time to examine it and say, oh, I've got a thread unraveling on the button of this top. Let me hurry up and stitch that back. Or, oh, these shoes are scuffed. Let me go get my magic eraser and get that away. That's an easy fix for the shoes. You just have to factor them in at least the night before. Something else I find is chipped nail polish. We normally don't realize until the last minute. This, you can fix one of two ways. If you realize it's constantly, this particular shade is constantly chipping, you may want to keep a spare bottle of that nail polish you know, in your car or in a separate compartment of your purse. Me personally, I'm not going to be bothered with all that. But if you want to, absolutely keep that spare bottle. Just touch up the, the chips when you see it. You're good to go. I personally keep disposable nail polish wipes. I get them at Target. I think it's a box of eight or ten. And they're little pre-wrapped acetone wipes. So when I see my nail polish is chipped or it's really faded at the tips, I don't even bother with it. I grab those nail polish wipes, nail polish remover wipes, wipe everything down. I keep a clear in my purse because clear nail polish fixes a ton of things anyway. So I have the clear nail polish in my purse. I remove the old chippy nail polish, put on a clear coat so my nails look healthy and shiny and call it a day. So that's how you fix that. The next style mistake I find is jewelry. It's either too excessive or it's non-existent. It seems like we, we tend to get out of balance when it comes to jewelry. And I find this quite often. You'll see women that either put on the large statement earrings, a chunky necklace, bangles, and cocktail rings, which if your iris awful, you can absolutely rock that look. However, some of us, depending on our size and our shape, it can look cluttered and almost really, really busy and detract from our outfit. Now, on the other hand, when you have a nice outfit, but you haven't thrown in any studs or even a dainty chain necklace, your outfit appear, it appears very flat. It looks like there's something missing because there's something missing. The fix for that is to set aside signature pieces. And what I mean by that is kind of create your own jewelry combination. For instance, me, if I don't have earrings and a ring on, I feel naked. 
For you, it might be a particular watch and a simple pendant necklace that you always wear. Having those pieces and knowing what those are, even if you don't take the time to say, I'm going to rummage through my, my jewelry armoire and look through my selection, even if you just say, no matter what, I'm going to throw on these pieces that add that bit of polish to your look, that is really going to help tie your entire outfit together. So it's not just clothes, but a look. That's where we're leaving it today. These are some of the five style mistakes I see and the quick and easy ways to fix them. On Thursday, we're going to pick it up with five more style mistakes that I typically see, as well as how to fix those. Now, if you have any questions in the meantime, I'd really love it if you would go ahead and email me. I can be reached at thefabulousladygunner at gmail.com. And if I choose your question, I'll read it and answer it on the following week's podcast. Again, that's thefabulousladygunner, all one word, at gmail.com. Now that you have these five mistakes down and you know how to avoid them, just remember, fashion you can buy, but style you possess. Bye-bye. If you are tired of throwing on a blouse but wearing pajama pants on video client calls, if you are done with rushing to the shops for last-minute purchases to wear at conferences because you don't have the pieces you need in your closet, if you are tired of defaulting to leggings because you are so frustrated with your wardrobe, I want to talk to you. Send me a private message on Instagram, Facebook, or here so we can finally burn your leggings.